CBS Community Kailul of, uh, under the auspices of the Summerton Community Kailul of Summerton, Philadelphia. A beautiful Erev Shabbos, Kaidash over here, Friday morning, Ner Chamishi, the Hanukkah, the fifth day of Hanukkah. And uh, we're looking towards an Erev Shabbos, which will be a Shabbos, Hanukkah, Reish Chaydash, a triple header, which we don't get very often. Not only if every few years we get this guy, the triple header. And uh, that's very exciting that's coming up. <clears throat> Before that comes up, though, let's continue here in Derech Hashem. So we are at the end of the fourth parak of the fourth Chelek. We're in Chelek Dalad, Perak Dalad, Simon Yud Aleph, Dalad, Dalad, Yud Aleph. This is a rather long Perak. Ramchal went through all the details, the intricacies, and the ideas that are tucked away inside of Shema, what we're doing when we say Shema, the Tikkunim that are going on, the Kavanas. And Shema, we see, is a place that is just seething with activity. So much going on when we say Shema, so much to have in mind when we say Shema, so much to juggle in our minds when we, have Shema, when we say Shema. And last time we saw yesterday was the significance of the 248 words of Shema and how that parallels the 248 limbs of the person and what that means that each word parallels a limb and how our limbs parallel, so to speak, the limbs of the universe. That was yesterday. Now the Ramchal wraps up. We're going to try to go for broke of your Rabbi Yisai, even though we have two paragraphs left, but they're two paragraphs that are like two peas in the pod. They're complementary paragraphs. They go very much hand in hand. And Ramchal wraps up the discussion of Shema with discussing Birchus Krishma, the brachas that we make on Shema. The blessings before the Shema, the blessings after the Shema. And he does that on two levels, both in terms of um, the morning Shema and the evening Shema, their blessings. So that is where we will wrap up. And let's try to bring this all the way home now. Yud Aleph says the Ramchavine. Chazal Chibrul Chazal provided us with brachas on Shema, saying brachas on Kriya Shema. And now he emphasizes that Chazal gave us the brachas, because till now we've been talking about the aspects of Shema which come from the Torah, that is Shema itself, the three paragraphs of Shema, that's all mid Araisa. Shema Vahoyo Im Shemaya. So till now we've been talking about Shema and, and how it is structured from the Rebbein Shalom's perspective and all the Kavanas and the Tikkunim that are going on from the Rebbein Shalom's perspective and what the Torah wants us to get out of saying Shema. Everything has been structured so far from the Torah itself, including saying Yitzhi Yitzhim and putting Yitzhi Yitzhim together with Shema, although, you know, there may be structure, the structure may be rabbinic in nature, but saying Yitzhi Yitzhim twice a day is Midarais, and we saw that we understand that the Ratzon HaToyro is for us to talk about Mitzrayim, Yitzhi Yitzhim immediately after accepting Hashem's Ol Malchus. We talked about that, why that's the case. Um... They were talking about the, the identifying Klaisol. That's our calling card, who we are. So till now, everything that we've been discussing is what Shema looks like on a, uh, on a level of, 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 of uh, the Araisa. Now, when we talk about the brachas, the brachas come from Chazal. The brachas are rabbinic. The brachas were created and instituted by the Anshek and the um, What about Baruch Shem? This is the first place he's telling us that there's an aspect of Shema, which is rabbinic. Chazal designated and designed these brachas, implying that till now what we've been talking about is scriptural, is, is, the, is, the, is, is the Torah aspects of Shema. But yeah, we did have Baruch Shem. We talked about the six, first six words, the initial six words, Shema all the kavodas that are going on over there, everything that you're doing over there. And he also talked about Baruch Shem, what are you doing when you say Baruch Shem? Now, where is it Baruch Shem in the Torah? Baruch Shem would seem to be rabbinic. This idea that we say Baruch Shem um, 
it seems to be almost an interruption, and it seems to be rabbinic in nature. And the question then on the Ramchal is, how come this is the first place where the Ramchal is telling us that we're, we're doing something in Shema that's outside of the scriptural and Daraisa elements of Shema? A little bit of horror on the Ramchal. And the answer would seem to be a fascinating idea. <clears throat> That we saw that where does Baruch Shem come from? He cited the Gemara, actually the Gemara in Psachim, he cited for us that the original Baruch Shem was said by the children of Yaakov back to Yaakov himself. The Yaakov Avinu said the original Shema when, um, I'm sorry, the fact here, the other way around. The children of Yaakov told Yaakov Avinu Shema Yisrael Shem Lakin Shem They, in Yaakov's presence, when Yaakov had concerns about their allegiance um, to Hashem. They pledged Shema Yisrael, Hashem addressing Yisrael, Yaakov himself. And when Yaakov heard that, he said, Baruch Shem Kavayin He followed it up with Baruch Shem. And the Remchal told us a few things. He said, first of all, Yaakov, the original Baruch Shem was said by Yaakov Avinu in response to Shema. Second of all, it was clear from the Remchal that Yaakov said it out loud, even though we say it quietly. Yaakov Avinu said it out loud. <clears throat> he was already on the level of the angels and Malachim. And the other thing that was clear over there, the third thing that was clear, is that following Shema with Baruch Shem is something that's self-evident in Svara. There, there's self-evident logic behind it. It's logical to follow Shema with Baruch Shem. Once we proclaim Hashem as one, as, as, as having Yichud, Yichud that everything in creation is really an extension of Hashem and is there to contain Hashem so, someone who's uh, on the level of Malachim, where the Malachim are, they see that clearly. There's no um, <clears throat> tampering going on with that on the level of the Malachim. They see clearly how every Malach, every Kayach, is a clear, refined, natural, and dedicated container just to contain the Eres of Hashem. And they say, Everything is there to glorify Kavad Shemayim, to do their part in Yichud HaBai, right? Yaakovina was holding by the Malachim, Erhatshain by, by the Malachim, Erhatshain in Himmel. He's about to be Nifter. So he says that lad. But the bottom line is, just to, this is a little bit of Hashlamah to that. We're going back a little bit, but, but we're allowed to go back based on this Ha'orah that, that we are making based in, in here in the Ramchal. So Baruch Shem is really a Svaro. Baruch Shem is the logical complement to Shema. They go hand in hand. When you say Shema, and you said it right, and you said accurately and clearly with, with the right kavan in the right environment, Baruch Shem is the natural complement to that. So when the Torah says, we would say, it's a svara, it's natural logic. And the Gemara tells us very often, Lamali cross svarahu. Anytime something is self-evident and logic, that becomes a daraisa. That gets elevated to the same level of, of being on the scriptural. So this is L'chaira, why the Ramchal is identifying that this Baruch Shem, uh, that, 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 that the brachas are rabbinic, implying that everything Zonah was only, what was not, was not only, was, 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 was not rabbinic, was Midaraisa, uh, including Baruch Shem, because Baruch Shem is what you say in Svarah, what you motivate to say in Svarah, when you say Shema properly, you say Baruch Shem. So that's a beautiful idea, beautiful insight. It's just sheer logic, it's self-evident logic that Shema is followed up with Baruch Shem. Therefore, it's not not, not not correct to say that it's um, that it's um, um, 
rabbinic. Okay, also, no one else mentioned this. Chaim, are you wondering why the saber is open? And the seat, you may be wondering this. I don't know if you're wondering this. Why the seat is slightly warm? Chaim Avner Reber just got up from there a moment ago, so you'll have to work it out when he comes. Rabbi, said, how come I have to be the one to say this? No, dude, where were you guys? Where are you guys? I didn't where even are you? I was listening to you the guys? live. Oh, okay, I hear. All right, all right. Okay, so I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. I'll grant all of that. Good. Let's go on. Let's go on. Chasham set up a yid for 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 pushan chlima chalil v'chas. Okay, but. I got it, I got it, I got it. Maybe it's, it's tight on me then. It means I'm not listening to the shir. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. How, 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 how could I pick up on such a thing? That's the tight I hear. All right, but let's go on. Let's go on. Yeah, so getting back to the brachas. Vihine. Chazal, Chibrul, Chazal, composed Birchas Kriyashima. What's the idea? What's the theme behind Birchas Kriyashima? How come Chazal made Birchas Kriyashima? Does that. On a daily basis, the world is recreated, is reformed. We've seen this many times. From the Rebbein Shem, the world is constantly being recreated. It's constantly being reformed. That's on two different levels. And this is something, actually, it's come up recently. You know, it's questions, the Eilin was asking questions about this. That isn't the world created... Every moment was it means create every recreate every day is it recreate every millisecond every nanosecond every picosecond or is it being recreated every femoseconds femtoseconds or every babushka second right you know that's the, that, that's um, yeah 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 sure um, or is it every twenty four hours so the system it's both it's both <clears throat> One is on a level of maintenance, just maintaining the world, keeping the world present. There's one aspect of the world of constantly being recreated and refreshed, and that is just, uh, we've, we've referred to this in the past as the Ratzon Habayri. Hashem constantly has a Ratzon that He wants to breathe there. Constantly has a Ratzon that He wants to breathe there. Constantly has a Ratzon that He wants to breathe there. Constantly has a Ratzon that He wants to breathe there. I'm saying that again and again and again to illustrate what that means. That's what, the, what it means that the world is constantly being recreated and refreshed. The Rebbe constantly has a Ratzon, but we have to understand what that really means. That he constantly has a rutsun that the breeze should be there. That he constantly has a rutsun that the breeze should be there. He constantly has a rutsun that the breeze should be there. He constantly has a rutsun that the breeze should be there. That's really what it means. And that's very different than us. You know, I, I want this cup of coffee, and the proof is I haven't gotten spilled it out yet. But am I constantly thinking about the coffee? I want that cup of coffee. I want the cup of coffee. No, because even if I don't think about it, what happens to it on its own, on its own devices, if I don't think about it? Even if I don't think about it? Nothing. It stays. It's still there. It, it, it continues its existence. May, you know, start to. Assume room temperature. Okay, that I can't do anything. It's thermodynamics. That's right. I can't do anything about that. But it doesn't go anywhere. I don't have to constantly be thinking about it. Most things they, they do what they're supposed to do. They kind of mind their own business. And and uh, whether or not I think about them, hesachadas does not does not make things disappear. Theor- theoretically, it can happen to. Not just be, not because I stop thinking about it. Not because I stop thinking about it. No. Not affected by me thinking about it. But the brio is only here every fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second because Hashem constantly is looking at the universe and constantly saying yes I want it 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 that's really what's happening that's the and that's a crazy idea but that's what it means I'm, uh, that Rebbe Hashem is refreshing recreating the world constantly round the clock 
Hashem constantly has a rutzen, is constantly saying, yes, I want it. Ich will das, ich will das, ich will das. There's a constant active rutzen from Hashem for the breed to be here. So very different from us. And, and, and um, it, so again, it's not the pshat ever that Hashem says, I like this brio. So you know what? I'm going to pre-program it with a rutzen for the next 6,000 years because I like it. I like what it's doing. I'm into it. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a good thing. And, and it's going to stay till further notice. With the Rebunshim, there's no till further notice. If ha- it's the corollary of that. The flip side is, if Hashem would not be constantly saying, yes, I want the Bria, yes, I want the Bria, yes, I want the Bria. If He wouldn't constantly be saying that, then from one instant to another, from one babushka second to the next, there would be no Bria. There would be no Bria. That's how things work. That anything outside of HaKosh Baruch Hu, What's the tifkai? What's the what's the lumdus behind them? That is how the bri is set up. What's the lumdus? I don't know if this is kabbalah or I don't know if it's lumdus or I don't know if it's something in between. But the the lumdus behind that is anything outside of Hashem that shouldn't be there. Is is a nace. How can anything just outside of Hashem? Hashem is 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 all and only in everything. You know, Hashem is is echad yachad umiyuchad. It can't really be anything outside of Hashem. It doesn't make sense that there should be anything but Hashem. It's like a tarti desasri. So the very concept that there's something outside of Hashem is constantly breaking, you know, the laws of Hashem, so to speak. It's a constant miracle. It's a constant nace. So Hashem is constantly maintaining that. Everybody understand? Has to constantly maintain that. That's if you want the lumdus. That's kind of the lumdus over there. Um, so. The second aspect of Hashem constantly refreshing and recreating the universe is what we have on a daily basis. The first one is every every millisecond, every nanosecond, every microsecond. And the second one is Kine Kola Yamim is the 24-hour refreshing. All the six days. From um, I'm sorry, oh, the entire duration of the six thousand years of this world will be here for They all are existing because of different koiches, different shefa, different inputs and energies that Hashem puts into the world. That are necessary to get the world to its final destination. So. That's an idea that we've had many times. The world has, a, has an endpoint, has a goal, has a destination at the end of 6,000 years. In order to make sure the world gets there, so Hashem has different kaychas, different energies, and different inputs that Hashem puts into the world to get to the output, to get to the finish line. Different types of gvura, uh, and chesed, and tiferes, netzach, and all these terms that we know, these are different kaychas that Hashem puts into the brio, and all these different combinations of permutations that have to be given over from Hashem to the world that create... That 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 come from Hashem into the world that create lots of different pieces, pieces and parts in this world, different entities and existences in this world to make sure this world has everything it needs to get to the final shleimos at the end of six thousand years, and that's also all those kaychas that Hashem puts into the world are also getting recreated and refreshed on a daily basis. But that's every twenty four hours. Okay, the Ramchal is not speaking this part out explicitly. But we're filling this in a little bit. We, we've had these ideas in the past. The two levels of refreshment are happening, and they're not overlapping. One is happening every fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second, and one is happening every 24 hours. Every 24 hours, the world cycles through all of the 
Maimare Bereshis. Okay, all of the Asar Mamaris, all of the ten utterances, everything Hashem put into the world and creating the world, that's recycled every 24 hours. The way we've said this in the past is every 24 hours, we have a recycling of the six days of creation. But that's not every fraction of a second, that's every 24 hours. So every 24 hours, we go through from day one of creation to day six of creation. Every 24 hours, we go through it again and again and again. That's why the world begins with dark and goes to light, just as the universe begins with darkness and vayhi or, and from the or, we move on to further and further development. So the world has this 24-hour cycle, right? Why, why does the world have to go through nighttime and daytime? Darkness and light, darkness and light. The world didn't have to work that way. The earth didn't have to rotate on its axis, only because the world rotates on its axis. You know? Um, didn't have to be like that. Um, what about the places on earth? Let, let alone other planets, but on earth, there are places where the it's six months light, six months dark. Yes. It's not 24. That's right. You don't have that 24-hour cycle. Correct. Excellent question. Yes, I was asking this excellent question. So the, the general rule is like this. Any time you find a place like that on planet Earth, it means that Yidin don't belong there. Really. That's what it means. Yidin have no business going to the South Pole in the, whenever the, uh, one time of year in the North Pole and the other time of year, whichever way. What, what, no. about, what, what about the space? Yidin have no business in space. Okay. Twice, two Yidin went, at, went up to space, and it did not end well. It did not end well. Both times that Yidin went up to space, the space shuttle blew up. On the, first, on the Challenger, there was a Yid, and on the, uh, what was the other one, the Discovery? There was a Yid on the Discovery also. Yes, the Yidin don't belong in space. I don't know if any, I don't think anyone belongs in space. Why is anyone going to space? So, you know, put satellites in space. Satellites are good. It's good to have satellites. Without satellites in space, yeah, we wouldn't have any of these guys. We wouldn't have cell phones. We wouldn't have GPSs. We wouldn't have cable TV, right, without satellites in space. So put satellites, but you don't need to. Okay, you want to send, uh, what's the name of the dog that the, that the Russia put up in space? Belka. Belka? Squirrel. No, they put a dog. Yeah. No, no. You said a squirrel? Yeah, the, the name of the dog was Belka, which means squirrel in, in English. They named the dog Squirrel. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Uh, that, that, don't ask me why, but, but the first living beast... That's why they never made it to the moon. Uh, <laughs> you know? it, it, it's an interesting story in itself. So, but, but, but you heard that joke about the, how they put the rabbi and the priest in space, and they came back, did the big, huge conference, the priest went first, said, oh, it's amazing, I see this, I see this. The rabbi came to put him all disheveled, they said, rabbi, what's going on? Oi. It's two hours filling on, filling off, filling on, filling off. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Every two hours, it's, it's a sundown, sunset, sundown, sunset. Yeah, and yeah, good, good one. Evolution. Yes, that's very good, very good. Um, and I'll call upon him. So that's the short answer. Yeah, you don't belong there. That, that's, if, if the places on the earth are by the poles, um, yes, it, it, the, the world is designed to be, have, have normal cycles and we, we stay in cycles. And even humanity, like, again, like, Okay, let's not get into that. Let's not get into the humanity. We're not, let's not digress too much. But, um, um, okay, so let's go on. So every 24 hours we have recycling through dark and light, night and day, um, because we have a duality going on. Every 24 hours we re-infuse into the world. We reinsert the six days of creation, all Hashem's creational energy and activity, all the different midas and kaiks that Hashem puts into this world, all the different set pieces, entities, existences um, that has to be here to get the world to, the, to its destination, that's all re recreated, recycled over 24 hours. Okay? And that's one level of recreation. And then there's another level of recreation, refreshments every 
fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second, and that's just Hashem saying, Yo, ich will das, ich will das, yo, ich will das, ich will das, ich will das. I want the Bria, I want the Bria, I want the Bria, I want the Bria, I want the Bria. Okay, everybody got that? Okay, good. Um, we said Hashem on a daily basis is refreshing the world. That's talking about the second level of recreational activity that Hashem runs the whole gamut of six days of creation, the ten Maimaris, and everything that Hashem created is recreated over. 24 hours, every 24 hours. With this um, uh, introduction, and based on this preface, says the Rebchal, that is the theme of the brachas of Kriya Shema, the refreshing and the recreation of the world. Refreshing and recreation of the world. That's what the brachas are there for. Shema mishachem yoim The world and everything that's in the world. The world and all of its pieces and parts and entities and existences, everything that's in the world that's constantly on a 24-hour basis being refreshed, that is what we are um, discussing and <clears throat> being mashlim and making tikkunim to in the brachas of Kriya Shema. We're going through this. That's the theme of the brachas of Kriya Shema. Um, the refreshing of the world and everything that's in the world. Recreation of the world and everything that's in the world. And the necessity of the world and everything that's in the world. Now, before we go on, the Rav Chal told us that the world is constantly being, there's two levels of the recreation of the world. As we will see as we proceed, the brachas of Shema are based on the second one, not the first. Okay? The brachas of Shema are not there to discuss or give chizik to the, the constant fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second, constant ratzon habayre. That's not the theme of brachas Shema, brachas Shema. It's the second type of constant refreshing recreation which is a 24 hour one that every 24 hours the Rebbeisham runs through the whole range once again of the 10 utterances of Rish. Has everybody got that? The Brachas of Kriyashima are, are refreshing the tw- it's the 24 hour um, refreshing not the, in, not the instant the micro instant refreshing in other words that we're going through all of the, uh, the, the creational energy uh, populating the world once again Behine we can categorize all of existence that Hashem created over the six days of creation with all the kaychas that Hashem put into the world into two separate distinct categories. The first category is everything that's in the world, uh, um, uh, upper existences and lower existences, um, animal, mineral, vegetable, spiritual existences, spiritual and corporeal. That's one category. Everything that's in the world, well, it sounds like everything, right? How could there be a second category? Vashani, Klamin Ha'anushi, the second category is mankind, but the real, true specimens of mankind, which is, who is the true specimen of mankind? Ha'inu Yisrael, that's Kla Yisrael. Shein Min Ha'adam Be'emes, we are the true man and perfected man, and real mankind, we are the mankind that the world was created for. So basically we're saying there's two categories of existence that Hashem created. There's Kla Yisrael, and there's everything that's not Kla Yisrael. Everything that's not Kla Yisrael, and there's Kla Yisrael. The Jewish nation, everything that's not Jewish nation, but in the category of everything that's not the Jewish nation, is all matters and materials, <clears throat> upper and lower, um, spiritual and physical. Vihine, and, and why, why are we dividing that up into two categories that way? Why, why, why so? Um, because man occupies a special and central role, just to expand on what the Remchal is saying. Like, it's, it, why is that not arbitrary? It seems a little bit arbitrary. We're saying the two categories are everything in creation, upper, lower, physical, spiritual, 
tangible, intangible, <clears throat> and the other category is cholesterol. Well, cholesterol is kind of down here. Why not make physical and spiritual? Or man is one category, vegetable and minerals another category, right? Um, man is one category, cauliflower is another category, and I know a bushy's thing, bushy's thing, no, that doesn't work because my chabrus, I'm learning with a cauliflower, right? Can't make that into two separate categories. Okay, but we could have made spiritual and physical, we could have made upper and lower, and it seems a little arbitrary. There's one category, is everything in the world that's not Kleisro, and the other category is Kleisro. But the Teretz is, we've seen so many times already, Kleisro has, occupies a different seat in creation. There's the whole world, and we kind of are observers from this, even though we're in that world, but we're kind of in a director seat. Kleisro is in a director seat. Everything that we do affects and influences the entirety of the world, lower and upper physical and spiritual. We know that. When we put on tefillin, like the year that Yosef Ari was talking about earlier, that put on, puts on tefillin every two hours. So every two hours, his tefillin is affecting the entire universe, lower and upper, <coughs> physical and spiritual. Even though we're in the universe, but we're kind of in the universe, we're mostly out of the universe. We have the director's chair where we sit outside the universe, and what we do is directing and guiding and, and gearing the entire universe in action. That's why Ramchal makes us into two different categories. Everybody understand? There is the the stage and the director. So the whole world is the stage. Yes, in the lower and upper is part of this, the lower stage and the upper stage, right? There's the, uh, there's the stage down here, and there's the marionettes above with, with those thingies and the strings. That's, that's the Oilambus, that's the El Yoinim, that's the Tachtoinim. But we're there with, with, in the director's seat with, with uh, that thingy, the, that board, right? The cut thingy, right? We're the directors that are influencing and shaping and affecting. So that's why these are two different categories. Where's the Rabchal going with this? We're going to see momentarily. <clears throat> the first brach of Shema, says the Rabchal, is about category number one. Everything that's in the world, lower and upper, that's being refreshed and recreated on a daily basis every 24 hours. The Bri is down here, the Malachim up there, Kol Echad B'Sidorov, each one in its place. And we also threw in all the other set pieces that are there to, to govern um, daytime and nighttime that are being refreshed every 24 hours. The constellations, the celestial bodies, the star, the sun, the stars, the sun, and the moon, and man and angel. All that, and lower existences and upper existences, all that is in the first brach of Shema, because the first brach of Shema is, again, cycling through the refreshing and the recreation of creation. So that's why, in the first brach of Shema, it's like, it's not just everything under the sun is there, everything under the sun, including the sun, is there. The first brach of Shema is so complicated. The Ramchal is giving us such new and, 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 and amazing, refreshing insight into what's going on in the first brach of Shema. Hashem created light and darkness. Uh, everything. Why everything? Because we're, the, the first bracha Shema is this tikkun of, of the whole everything of the Bria being recreated through their six days of, of, of creational energy and activity through the ten Ma'amaras, through everything that Hashem put into the world. We are cycling through in the first bracha Shema. That's what we talk about. Meir La'aretz, we talk about the luminaries, the celestial bodies that shed light, that illuminate um, we talk about the Aretz 
And then we get into the Malachim. Everyone, anyone ever knows that? There's so much emphasis and focus on the Malachim. Why, why are we getting into the Malachim, the first Baruch Hashemah? Because we move from the, the um, you know, light and, and, and dark, the celestial bodies, luminaries, people down here, Molek, Kola, Arts, Kinyonecha, everything that's down here, flora, fauna, animal, mineral, vegetable, and Malachim. We are walking through and talking through and, and making tikkunim to the, 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 the refreshing of the whole Bria. That's the first Baruch of Shema. And we spend a lot of time on the Malachim because there's a lot of Malachim. That's a formative and fundamental part of the Bria. Okay? So that's what's going on in the first Baruch Shema. Amazing. What a, what a beautiful um, uh, take on that and, and um, how, how helpful, helpful and illuminating. Um, Vashen is what about the second bracha? The second bracha, we move from the stage to the director in refreshing the Bria once again, going through everything that's there in the Bria. Vashen is, B'Shevach al inyonim shal Yisrael v'ahava she'ohavam v'akirv shakirvam l'avaydosay. We're talking about Klal Yisrael, the second category of what's in the world and get what gets refreshed every 24 hours, the directors themselves. And the whole second bracha is all about us. What do we say in the second Baruch Hashemah? Ava Rabba Ahavta Nu Hashem Alekeinu Chem L'Gedol L'Vizayr Chamalta Aleinu It's all about us. Klai Yisrael being Mekabal the Torah. Klai Yisrael in the director's seat. Klai Yisrael being elevated amongst, uh, above the rest of the world because we have the Torah, because we were chosen, because we're the elite. That's the second Baruch. The second Baruch is us. Why are we throwing ourselves into the second Baruch? Is this self-serving? Is this just a shout-out you know, to ourselves? And, you know, like, I'd like to thank everyone in my bar mitzvah speech, I'd like to thank myself also. I worked so hard to be here today. Thank you very much to myself. That's what we're doing in the second bracha Shema. It's a shout out to ourselves, a gratuitous mention of us ourselves. No, it's Viter building up through, going through the recycling of the entire world every 24 hours. <clears throat> we recycle everything that's in the world, lower and upper, man, mineral, vegetable, malach, and then klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael, who were the higher category of what this world is all about, the higher category of what the six days of creation were all about, and the higher category of wrapping up the recycling of the Bria. Beautiful. So that's the second bracha, is us, second category. And that's why we talk about the Torah there also. That's why there's such a focus on the Torah, because that's what puts us in the director's seat. We put in these brachas, um, it lays into these brachas is all the kavanas. He's just saying there's Kabbalah going on here also. That's what he's saying in that line. That Hatshik Nesekadah threw in lots of Kabbanas, deep ideas, um, profound ideas that as I say this, so I'm giving strength to the Malachim, I'm giving strength to the sun and the moon, I'm giving strength to Kleist, so as I say these brachas, because I'm side by side going through this, walking through this refreshing of the Bria. Achakach, Kriya Shema, so then we have Shema. Then the final bracha after Shema is about the, the Nisim, is following from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, where Hashem took us out of Egypt to miracles. We focus on Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it's a bracha of thank Hashem for those miracles. Once we talked about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it's a birchas hashvach, says the Ramchal, a bracha of thanks. <clears throat> it's based on, again, he's saying there's Kabbalah laced in there, there's deep Kavanas laced in there, deep, deep ideas that were inserted from the Anshek and the Zagadayla about bringing the power of Yitzhak Yitzhak into our lives on a daily basis. So that, Yud Aleph, that's a very beautiful take on the brachas of Shema, what's going on when we say all the brachas of Shema, the brachas before and the brachas after. And why, though, did they put these brachas around Shema? Like, 
what remains to be asked over here is, we understand what the brachas are doing, the function is beautiful, but why specifically those first two brachas, why they have to be dafka before Shema? And the answer is, again, it's all, it's all one same idea. Shema is all about Yichud HaBayrei, Kabbalah's Omachus, like taking the entire universe, saying the whole universe is a testimony to Hashem and is really an extension of Hashem and is there to be a clique evil to Hashem to be Kabbalah Hashem's Malchus. The entire universe. Once the focus is the universe, so again, we preface that with the first and the second bracha, this universe is being recreated, this universe is being refreshed, this universe is about to be brought back to the Rebbeinu Shalaylam that's going to be rather made as a clique evil for Hashem, as a refined, purified clique, to have nothing but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is has to be recreated first. That universe that's going to be refined and perfected has to first be recreated and recycled and refreshed. That's what we do with the Brach Shema. Everybody understand? Before we can bring the universe into alignment and make it Mekabal Hashem's Malchus, make it a Kli. To be Miyachar Hashem, there's got to be a universe first. That's what happens over the course of the day. And that's what the Brachas are doing. We're making the universe first, making ourselves first, and then we can be Mekabal Hashem's Malchus. Okay, that's Yud Aleph. I do want to do Yud Beis also before Shabbos, before we take our long weekend break. But I'm going to send this out as a separate recording. Um, really for two reasons. A, because...